When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to the CHO Bulls Podcast. Coming to you live from our studios here at West Loop, downtown Chicago. I am Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Join me my guy, Big Dave. Bow, bow. BAWL Sports. We are CHO underscore Bulls. And our pal producer, Sarah, on the controls today. What's up, Sarah? Hello, hello, hello. We had a chair change in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. He's much more comfortable. Do not mess with this man in his chair. Oh, yeah. Much more comfortable, Shrimp. man. You look comfortable. I was, I was sitting Thank in the freaking colonoscopy chair over there <laughs> by the desk. I, I, I was just, just rolling with the it. colonoscopy chair. You know, with that weird spring that's like awkwardly pointed up out of the butt of the, of the chair. Oh my god! <laughs> Just make it work. It works though. I like that chair. That's a comfy chair too. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's man. a it's a four o'clock beer kind of day for me over here. Okay. I good. hope you all out there at Bulls Nation are doing okay. I'm sure they feel that some of them feel that way too. But you know, you don't it's been see a day. You don't want to see none of this right now because I'm pretty well, you're, happy. Well, you're always happy. Yeah, it's a thing. Freaking annoying. <laughs> Full of joy, baby. It's, uh, <laughs> it's been a day for Bulls and the NBA. First uh-huh. off, we get this interview out of nowhere from DeMar DeRozan yeah. saying a lot of things. A lot of stuff. We'll touch on that. Mm-hmm. Then we had the Bulls brain trust of Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley mm-hmm. joining the 670 The Score midday crew. <laughs> Talked a lot. They were like with them for an hour, had lots to say. They did. Some of it I liked, some, some of it I, I, do, I didn't. Some say, huh? We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. But right as I was finishing transcribing some quotes from AK and Eversley and making our run now for the day, mm-hmm. Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard. <laughs> it happened. It happened. He didn't go to Miami. No. He didn't go to Toronto. No. Didn't go to Chicago. Big shocker there. Uh-uh. Didn't go to Philly. Uh-uh. No. Mm. He went to Bulls Central Division rival, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Milwaukee Bucks. Damian Lillard is a Milwaukee Buck. Wild. The news that broke around 115 Central Time today. Mm-hmm. Quick rundown. The Bucks get Damian Lillard. The Blazers get Drew Holiday, probably to be traded yet again in the near future. Mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton, Tamani Kamara, uh, unprotected first-round pick from Milwaukee in 2029, unprotected first-round draft pick swaps from the Bucks sure. in 28 and 30. Mm. The Suns get Yusuf Nurkic, Grayson Allen, bye bitch, Jeez. Nasir Little, and Keon Johnson. Mm. Uh, Dave, just initial <clears throat> thoughts on this trade for all three of these teams involved before we get to how this affects the Bulls. Uh, I mean, I think like everyone else, my first response was wow. Uh, out of nowhere, you didn't see this coming uh, from Milwaukee, but I appreciate Giannis lighting a fire under their ass and saying, dude, you better get somebody in here or I'm leaving, period, point blank. I'm gone. I like that. And they were like, well, how about Dame Lillard? You think that'll help out? That'll help you stay a little bit? Yeah, I think it will. Uh, Propels them to the top team in the East without question. They're the number one team. You think this puts them ahead of Boston? Oh, yes, without question. They were already top two. Yeah, like It was them in Boston. That's what it was. So, But this right here? propels them definitely to the number one team, dog. Uh, lineup of Dame, Giannis, and Chris Middleton, that's your big three? Yeah. Damn. Still got Brooke Lopez Damn. brought back on a new deal. Still there, yeah. that They're vicious. That's a vicious basketball team. Still got Bobby Portis with you yep. coming off the bench, man. Like, they, that's a good team. It's all a right? squad. That's a squad, number one. Phoenix, 
I, I like I told John when he was like, "What the hell is Phoenix doing?" I was like, "Phoenix just needed players, man. They needed more depth behind the Correct. new big three that they added in Bradley Beal for, because they got rid of all of their depth and Kevin getting Kevin Durant and getting Beal. Yeah, and like I think it's honestly the other silver lining for Phoenix is they didn't even really want to give DeAndre Ayton that contract. We were ready to be rid of him. Everything you heard out of Phoenix is, well, yeah, we love DeAndre Ayton. Secretly, we hate DeAndre Ayton. (laughs) And instead of just, you know, they could have chosen not to match that deal, that the the offer sheet he signed. They did, and now they get something for him instead of nothing. And they get role players for him. Sorely needed uh, role players for that team because they're a very top-heavy team. So they're going to need those kind of role players, man. So that helps them in that case. And like you said about Aiden, I think that relationship was over last year. Yeah. You know, like it's been done. Like The dude had, like walked out of a playoff game. Like seriously, man, and then <laughs> like, did it again. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he was done. He was done with that team. Yusuf Nurkic is a very solid player when healthy. He's a really uh, solid center in this league, man. So yeah. I don't think that's a terrible deal for them. As far as uh, Portland – they said what they wanted. They wanted picks, and they wanted to get younger. That's mm-hmm. really what they wanted to do. So I don't think it really so much mattered to them the players they got back, even though they, I'm sure it's great that they got Aiton back, you know, yeah. another young guy who was a number one pick. Right. We'll see if it works, you know what I'm saying, in Portland for him, a change of scenery. Maybe, change of scenery. Smaller town, you yeah. know what I'm saying, less pressure. Who knows? You know, mm-hmm. it might work out for him. But they weren't really interested in getting just the big players. They wanted the picks, and they wanted some depth, you know what I'm right. saying, with the youth. and. It feels like every single team got exactly what they wanted out of this. And, and look, I mean, who knows what happens with this new core in Miami, Dame being added in. You would assume off the bat that those pick swaps that Blazers are getting as part of that deal in 28 and 30, as of right now, aren't doing much for a Blazers team that's young, focusing right. on developing young talent, and will already be ahead of Milwaukee in, in the draft for, the, for years to come. Absolutely. Maybe by 28 or 2030, Th- that's changed. Yeah. You never know what happens. The NBA teams change in the in the blink of an eye. It's weird, like. Uh, so, but the the one uh, unprotected first in twenty nine, you got that. Yeah. Um, you hit on what I think the most important part of this is, and it's keeping Giannis happy. Yeah. That yeah. is why Milwaukee did this, mm-hmm. and credit to them for finding a way to make it happen. Uh, Jimmy Butler thinks they tampered to make it happen. Who knows? Um, but you, and it's not just okay, Dame. How about that star? Is this a good enough star to bring in and help you keep trying to contend for champs, Giannis? Because I was not aware of this, but I saw this from Chris Haynes on Twitter earlier today after the trade happened. Shout out in a Fresno barbershop a few months ago. Giannis was asked of the one player he would like to play with. His response: Damian Lillard. Mm. They didn't just go out and get Giannis a star player. Mm-hmm. They went out and got him the one he wanted. Mm. I also had forgotten this until I saw it in my Twitter feed this afternoon. Somebody posted the video of the all-star draft. Yep. LeBron and Giannis. I remember. Giannis's first pick. Damian Lillard. Sure was. Sure was, man. You got it. I mean, <laughs> like, honestly, credit to the Bucks. Seriously. And I, I saw our guy Mark K in the comments making a very Mark K-ish kind of comment mm. saying, I'm sick and tired of small market team like the Bulls being trotted over by major markets like Milwaukee. <laughs> That's Bulls fans have a right to be frustrated by that today. Sure. Because the Bucks have a franchise generational talent that's they gotten do. them one championship thus far do. and has started chirping recently about, hey, if I don't like what I see when I look around, I'm not signing that extension, mm-hmm. and I might go. Right. They went out and got him the one star he wanted to play with like that. And I like that. And that's what you're supposed to do when your star is complaining about something that they want. You go out and you make them happy. All great teams with, like, aspirations of being dynasties do these kind of things. Like, honestly, that's how it goes. Um, when you look at – I think of the Lakers immediately when I think of this. And Magic Johnson, like, I want to be traded. I don't want to be here anymore. I hate this coach. Hey, coach, you're gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. You're, we're done with you, sir. Have a good one. That's Kobe, you yeah. know what I'm saying, being frustrated with this team. Hey, guess what, Paul Gasol? Come on down. You know what I'm saying? Let's get some new players in here. Shaq, bye, Shaq. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not going to work out for us. You can go, sir. Thanks for playing. So you do that with these kind of players, man. And Giannis is that kind of player. He's a generational talent, as yeah. you stated. And he wants to play with great players. He's never really played with elite players. He's played with really good ones. You know, this is no disrespect to Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton. Those are really good all-star players, yeah. man. Yeah. And awesome. honestly, I, th- I think the Bucks defensively take a bit of a hit here. Sure. By losing Drew Holiday. You know what you still have? Brooke Lopez and Giannis. <laughs> yes. And you know who you have now? Damian Lillard. So you can take that hit uh, defensively when somebody has the ability to score 70. 
on your team. You got the dude who can score 70 yeah. and win the game for you now. Now you can take the ball out of Giannis's hands. Now he doesn't have to, you know, do the Giannis trucking down all the way uh, because there's nobody else to pass to. He, now he's got a guy that can do that for him. He's got a guy that can close it out for you in the fourth quarter. Right. Like you got a special another. You got another generation of talent on your team. You do. Uh, of course, uh, as soon as we got word that the Blazers are likely going to look for a new trade partner uh, fairly quickly to flip Drew Holiday yet again, Bulls fans were like, "Well, can we get Drew Holiday?" I've, I've always loved the idea sure. of Drew Holiday being a Bull for years now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw. Joel in the comments asking about it. Uh-huh. Uh, Anthony in the comments saying, Bulls fans now thinking we can get Drew Holiday. Stop. Stop it. It's not just because, well, we're the Bulls. We can never make anything happen. Right. I mean, just look at Holiday's contract. Look where the Bulls are against a hard cap right now. The team's refusal to go into the luxury tax for yes. a team unless they're contending for a championship. Not happening. Not happening. Uh, the Bulls really can't make a trade for Drew Holiday. It's not happening. It's really just that simple. They can't match the money. They can't go into the luxury 36 tax. million. Yeah. Just can't can't do it. Even the young players that they just signed, they can't trade until December 15th. Correct. So it's 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 just not going to work out. You're either going to have to give up Alonzo and some picks or you're giving up a DeMar and a Pat situation. Um, I don't know. They, they already turned down certain things from the Bulls when the Bulls were trying to get Dame. So – I don't know if they would be willing to do it again to, to get Drew Holiday. I have no idea, but bottom line, it's 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 not going to work out. It's just not going to work out to get Drew Holiday. So, as far as a Bulls fan's perspective of this game to the Bucks trade, I know a lot of Bulls fans are upset about this. Mark saying, "Ugh, Bucks, small market team making big moves," while the Bulls sit and you know talk on Sports Talk Radio today about how this same core of players is going to magically do better this year. Mm-hmm. My immediate thought was, damn, went to, Mo- you know, went to Milwaukee's Bulls Central Division rival, mm-hmm. damn. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, well, at least it wasn't Miami. Silver lining there, because I honestly would have hated that more. Yeah. If he goes to Toronto, a team that the Bulls might be vying for playoff seating against, maybe that's even worse. Mm-hmm. Dame making the Bucks better by whatever degree you believe he makes them better and giving up Drew Holiday affects the Bulls and us Bulls fans in basically zero way. Yeah. Because guess what? They're still at the top of the East. They were going to be at the top of the East. Yeah. The Bulls are still where the Bulls are. Yeah. Like, Bulls fans worrying and being mad about Dame going to the Bucks would be like if you were a team, you were a fan of a team that had just gotten relegated mm. in, you know, out of the Premier League and are like, oh, no, Man City just got Neymar. Like, what the fuck does it matter to you? We're still like, yeah, the Bucks might be division rivals. We're not even in the same league yeah. as Milwaukee. I take it that's so a soccer. who cares? Yeah. Yeah, he's talking the soccer reference, y'all out there. That's the soccer reference. Soccer reference. It's, you know, like years of the Bears being like, oh, no, the Packers got another great wide receiver for Aaron (laughs) Rodgers. Whoop-de-doo. They're going to kick our ass anyway. It's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. Tailgate Sunday, be there. Um, Yeah, this is exactly what I said. And And I said it when we were talking about it on the show Monday. I was like, dude, like, it's not good. I don't want him. I was like, I just don't want him to go to the Raptors or I don't want him to go to the Heat because that affects the Bulls. Yeah. You know, if, as far as them trying to get to the playoffs. You weren't beating Milwaukee with or without Dane. You had no shot. You weren't on that level. You just weren't. And now you really aren't. We're talking about a one or two team in the East. You're not there on that level. You're not there. I don't care how tight your team is, at, you know, how much continuity you got coming out of your chest. You're just not on that level right now with Milwaukee. So it doesn't really affect you, you know, going forward. If you if they played them without Dane, you would have picked the Bulls to lose in four. If they playing them with Dane, you were going to pick the Bulls to lose in four. Right. right? It's just what it is. Four or five, however you want to do it. That's how you were picking it. The, like, the holiday is part of the core bucks compared to the now Dane part of the core bucks. Regular season series, Bulls yeah. bucks. Yeah. Does this change anything, in your opinion? Not Because it doesn't to mine. It doesn't change nothing. Like... They were going to be the team that you were going to get your ass whooped by or you were going to be struggling against. That's just what it was. They're, now they're the team. That's all that means now to me, like they're the team. No, and when I said this shit on Twitter, immediately, loser mentality! They said, loser mentality! Stuff guys, I don't know what to talk about here! And the first thing I said was, Did you, do you think the Bulls were beating them with or without? The, do you think the Bulls were beating the Bucks with or without Dave? 
Well, right. no, but what the hell are you talking about then? They weren't beating this team, dog. It doesn't affect them, dog. It only affects them if Brooklyn gets them, if Toronto gets them, if Atlanta gets them. You know, if, if one of those teams that are right on in the uh, cluster of the Bulls trying to get to the number six seed, one of those teams gets them, yes, it clearly affects you. It's like uh, Donovan Mitchell going to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Definitely affected the Bulls immediately, man, because yeah. that was a team that they leapfrogged the Bulls as soon as that happened. A team already at the top is not messing with you. It's like the Lakers being up there. You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to affect you, dog. Like, don't worry about it. It's not going to affect you. You focus on trying to get to the playoffs and contend and try to get in that way. That's all you can really do. Go to the playoffs. That's all you can do. Like, you're not beating the Bucks, bro. Like, it, it wasn't on the radar. It's, uh, you know, being, like, mad if you hear that, like, Heidi Klum gets engaged. It's like, oh, did, <laughs> did you think you had a shot? Did you think you had a shot? <laughs> no. Barry's going? God damn it. <laughs> I just bought some new cologne. Curse you. <laughs> just bought some new cologne. I did 10 push-ups yesterday. I felt better. I was, I was ready for it. Damn you. No, man. It wasn't going to happen, dog. So don't worry about it. They're better. They were already better than you. Now they're even more better than you. You weren't on that level, man. All you do is you go in and you compete against them. That's all you can do right now and hope you hope for the best. But you don't be scared. And I'm tired of people being scared of ass whoopings. Don't be scared of an ass whooping, dog. So what? You go there, you get your ass whooped. Oh, well. I'm not scared of no ass whooping, dog. You scared ass whoopings, find another sport. This ain't the one for you, dog, because teams are going – that's going to happen to a bunch of teams. They're going to get kicked in the face. It happens. That's what's going to go down, man. You learn from it and you try to grow. That's all you can do, man. But you're just not on that level. And I don't know why people feel like it's a problem saying that. Yeah. Um, you know, the other interesting wrinkle to this is we talk about how the Bulls match up with the Bucks now yeah. that this massive trade has been made. We'll see how many of the Bucks starters, if any, get thrown out there for the first preseason game of the season. Because guess what? Bulls-Bucks preseason game one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a week from Sunday. Yes. A week from a Sunday. A week from Sunday, baby. But even if we don't see the Dame Bucks version of that in the preseason, mm-hmm. the Bulls play the Bucks three times in like the first yes. 20 games of the season. And thank you, I'm thankful for that, actually, because I didn't want to see it later. Get it out the way. Get the <laughs> ass whooping out, out the way, man. ass whooping, I want to get it out get of the it way. Get it out the way. <laughs> you know what's worse? When you have to wait for the ass whooping, when you got to wait for it. When you know it's coming. When you know it's coming. <laughs> And you got to wait for it. You hear your parents upstairs stretching, selecting the right things to get. Nah, man. No, waiting on the ass with it is worse. Give it to me now. Let's get in this fight. Let me get a lick in. You know what I'm saying? Let me see if I get a lick in or two. And then go for it, dog. But, yeah, I'm not – listen, it doesn't make me scared of Milwaukee. But I'm realistic about it. You know, we know who's a better basketball team, bro. Like, that's it's just really that simple. So I'm not worried about it, man. I'm going, I'm still rooting for the Bulls, of course. Of course, I still want my team to win, of yep. course. But damn, <laughs> it's the Milwaukee Bucks. Yes, I won't be surprised if they whoop their ass. I won't be surprised. Uh, you know, it, it is... It is a massive trade for the for the league. Huge. Um, Dame finally, the Dame trade request saga has come to an end. Yeah. Fascinated to see what the Dame Giannis Bucks look like this season. Yeah. Uh, you know, a couple of silver linings for the Bulls. It wasn't a team like Toronto or Miami yeah. that the Bulls are be you know going to be competing for seeding in the middle of the East playoff hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to look at Grayson Allen's ugly face four mm-hmm. times a season anymore. Thankful. We get to maybe finally hear some of you Bucks fans out there. I know some of you peep in here every once in a while. Sure. Admit that you were lying while you were pretending to lie Grayson Allen. Waiting for those. Waiting for those admissions and, and apologies <laughs> now that he's gone and you don't have to pretend that you love he's on your team anymore. <laughs> Enjoy that, Phoenix. Uh, all of our PHNX Suns crew. Shout out. Now it's your turn to pretend to like Grayson Allen. <laughs> have fun with that. He's a tough guy. And I cynically sat here and said it the whole time as soon as Dame's trade requests happened. Who's this? Pat Riley, the evil genius. It's, you know... I didn't buy it when people said, oh, Toronto's a front runner now. Mm. It's going to be Toronto that gets Dame. I was like, bullshit. Mm. It's going to be Pat Riley. It's going to be the Heat because mm. it's always Pat Riley and it's always the Heat. True. True. I, it, it is a small little nugget of joy in yeah. an overall heartache of sadness <laughs> as a Chicago sports fan right now. But God, I'm glad that I was wrong. Yeah. And it wasn't just, well, 
It was the heat, and it was Pat Riley because, of course, it will be. How much? Oh, that's satisfying. How much joy was on your face watching Jimmy Butler's video <laughs> of him complaining about? <laughs> I mean, complaining did, about did not anyone getting ever game. tell Jimmy that snitches get stitches? <laughs> What's up, Jimmy? What's up, man? Oh man, they are heated. He, Tyler Hero. All those guys are upset. I'm like, tampering, y'all should know about tampering now. We just saw you guys doing that. You actually got in trouble for it. What are you talking about? Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? <laughs> like, what's going on here, man? Like, seriously, dog, you can't, it didn't work out for you. It sounds like a, uh, a team, like you just said, who's used to getting everything, yeah. used to getting their way, mm -hmm. didn't get their way, mm. and then it went to the, the rival team, mm. and a team who you know still remembers what you did to them last year in the playoffs. You know they remember this. Oh, they coming. Oh, oh they Gian coming. Giannis is threatening to leave right now? Oh. The team we lost to in the first round is oh. a one seed? Oh, listen. Is getting – no, uh-uh-uh-uh. <laughs> Again, like – as a Chicago fan, some of it sucks that, yeah. that the, the Milwaukee team got, got what they wanted. Sure, but sure. Good for them. But the Miami team did not. And the Miami team did not. And that just brings a lot of joy. <laughs> I it does. Say, bring some joy. It really does. does. I like it. I like you it. You know. Uh, Makes me happy. Makes me happy a little bit, man. It's going to be harder to hate the Heat. I mean, the, uh, the Bucks this year. Yeah, I don't. Well, see, I never really had the hate for him. That's what like my my you, your hate was for Grayson like, Allen. Yeah, that was your hate yeah. was for. It wasn't you like Giannis? He like, made like Bulls him. fans miserable. Yeah, for years. Yeah, he even did. when the Bulls were getting the upper hand of the rivalry in the you know the second half of the '90s right. dynasty. Right. I still hate like Zoe, <laughs> Tim Hardaway. Hated those teams. Yeah. Couldn't stand the Heat, dog. It's all about not the Heat for me, dog. It ain't about Milwaukee. It's about the Heat. And them not getting what they wanted, what everybody thought they were going to have, like you just stated. Them not getting it. Yeah. Mwah. Oh, exquisite. I love it so much. Can't wait to talk to Steven. Let's talk about this Jimmy Butler video, man. I can't wait to talk to him about this. I'm sure this he's got thoughts. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, just all right. Wow. Well, that was the biggest news of the NBA today. Let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll dive into the Bulls front office and the interview they gave on the Chicago radio waves earlier today. Yay. While we're sharing these words from our friends and sponsors, you know what to do. Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along on YouTube. And, of course, make sure you're subscribed the CSGO Sports YouTube channel. Mm. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Are you Ray. in the market for a new vehicle? If you are, we've got great news for you because Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Fox Lake have recently joined the CHGO team. At Ray CDJR, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and find unforgettable savings. And right now, during the Jeep Adventure Days at Ray CDJR in Fox Lake, you'll be able to take up to 15 percent off msrp on all of their new 2023 jeep gladiator models but that's not all through september 30th act fast explore their newly renovated showroom and take advantage of breathtaking deals as they celebrate their grand reopening hey buddy so if you're in the market for a new vehicle <laughs> you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they're the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, you can visit you can visit Ray CDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com today. Serving the community since 1963. Mm. Uh, baby Joy just sent me a text here. What does Baby Joey think of the Dame trade? Uh, he says that he already knew this trade was going down three days ago. <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did, man. This is, he talks to all those people. He, does, he just knows he's so in. <laughs> Baby Joey's best friends with Shams and Woj. <laughs> <laughs> he won't tell me who he likes more. I asked him. He we got to start taking advantage of that. I mean, we're trying, man. You know, but Baby Joey's a silent guy. He's not going to tell you. Also, he said, hey, Sarah. Hey, Baby Joey said hello, Sarah. Hi. He's just saying hi. Hi. Because he just don't understand. Mm -mm. He never understood. He's a baby. He don't get it. Why? 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 <laughs> Why do these glasses cost so much money? Why you got to pay so much to look so cool? Baby Joey don't get it. Sarah don't get it. Law Dog don't get it. Braggs don't get it. Matt don't get it. Kevin don't get it. I don't get it. Why you got to pay so much money? Well, you know who else is upset about this? Shady Rays. So they set out to do something about it, y'all. Independent sunglasses company offering that world-class products just as good as any expensive pair you've ever put on your beautiful face. The durable frames. Extremely clear optics for your outdoor. This, this gentleman is going to over here prove your indoor adventure. That's not all. Of course, they have the matte pack 
lost and broken replacements. Fan! Heads up, Kev! Hey! Oh! <laughs> I wish you guys just saw that. Almost took out the light. Oh, <laughs> Almost man. took out our studio light. <laughs> he tried to no-look it. He got cocky. He tried to no-look it. It's like Jesus. <laughs> Go. It didn't go too far right there. Making that's my, all right. Making my job harder. <laughs> that's right. But I think glasses were on that. They would definitely would have broken apart and oh, snapped sure. your head. For right sure would have broken. Sure. But then he would have picked up those broken pieces, put them into an envelope, sent them right on back to Shady Rays. They would have sent him back a brand new pair, no questions asked. Or let's just say you saw a pair of glasses on my man Kevin over there. You was watching his hair, and then you saw the glasses too. And you said, damn, he looks cool while he's out there running the marathon. I could look cool doing that stuff too. And then you realize you cannot. Mm. Look at that man right there. Looks like an extra in cocktail. Can't look better than the Rockabilly Youth Pastor oh. in Shady Rays. <laughs> Can't be done. Oh, he's an extra in cocktail with Tom Cruise. <laughs> look at this man. Look at this man. Oh, you can't look that cool, but... You can go to their website, find glasses that fit you, send back that pair that you thought you looked cool in, and they'll send you that new pair. And as long as you do it within 30 days, you'll get it for free. No question asked, y'all. No risk when you shop. Now it's got your back. So, exclusive for the listeners out there. Shady Rays giving away the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code CHGO, 50% off of two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Sarah. No, 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 no. Ah, <laughs> I, I like know, the way you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I was like, uh, do you realize I look forward to these ad reads <laughs> with you guys? I say it in my head. I'm like, try it for yourself. I like it. <laughs> Come on. It's oh, I know it, but I, I, lo- I get joy out of you doing oh, it. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was looking forward to it, and you totally were just like, I, I was like, I passed the ball. So <laughs> and I dropped the ball. Right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'll pass it back. I got you. Try for yourself. There we go. Oh, the Shades generated five stars for over 250,000 people. Because the Shady Rays, y'all, were the Rays. I just, oh, so shady. <laughs> I love that. So I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I literally, in my head, I was like ready. I was like, try it for yourself. <laughs> I was what grabbed you? Something grabbed you and said, no, Sarah, do I not know. do this. <laughs> Let that she thing She had go. the inflection. Yes. She had the pitch. All of it. But it was just the word no. Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Go for it next time, Sarah. Go for it. Go for it. We got your back, man. We got your back. Woo. I'm just happy she knew it. Yeah. I'm happy she was ready. And was she knew there. what it was. That's all I was happy about. I just got excited and I was, I was disappointed. <laughs> that was awesome. That was truly awesome, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, all right. Moving right along. Right along. Our tourist current show of this, Mark Eversley. Hey, guys. We're at the 670 The Score studio today Shout talking out. to the Midday Crew. Shout, Shout out. out to Dan Bernstein, yep. Lawrence Holmes, Layla yep. Rahimi. Yep. Um, and I will say, out of the gate, credit to them for agreeing to do that. Step one. <laughs> Step one. Seriously. I mean, that's that's the radio home of the Bulls. Yeah. And in years past, when the Bulls front office is being requested to be spoken to and with from media, fans, it's like, where, where are you at? Where are you? you know, it's like, it's like the old, uh, um, why am I forgetting the, oh, Ryan Pace. I was thinking Ryan yes. Pulse. Okay. The, the, you know, the picture and the meme of him, like, peeking out peeking from around out, yeah. the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that yeah. was Pax and Gar for years. Facts. And look, Facts. I understand Bulls fans want to hear more from the front office than we do, as it is. They speak a few times a year, yeah. and we have questions 365 days a year. <laughs> they sat and spoke for damn near an hour. They did. And... You know, they first just asked him some questions about their background, their personal life, their cool their relationship with basketball. Yeah. And it's cool to just get a little more of that. A little personality. From the, from the Bulls brain trust. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. A little personality, that was fine. Then they got into it and they started actually talking about Bulls basketball Uh-oh. and what went wrong last year and what they're trying to do okay. to make things go better this year. Okay. Um. So... Let's start with this quote from okay. Arturis Karnaschovas, if you don't mind, Sarah. When he was talking about objectives last year, fixing some of the things from two seasons ago that were problematic. He said, the objectives before last year, we've got to improve our record against top teams. We did that. We've got to improve our defense. We finished top five. 
Uh, even cited that uh, from you know January one on, they were the number one defense. Great. We didn't do a very good job winning close games. Then he cited 19 losses 19. between uh, uh, clutch time losses, so five-point game, five minutes or less, yeah. losing games on last-second shots, mm-hmm. and losing games in overtime. 19 losses he cited there. And then after citing those 19 losses, said dot, 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 but we are close. Okay. So cited some ways in which the team improved. Improving their record against top quality opponents, which they did. did. That's not BS. Sure. And improving their defense. They did that. That's not BS. Then citing what we didn't do is win enough close games. And they had a lot. Yeah. The part that Bulls fans might say, uh, are you sure on, is the part where he said, we're close. That's the one. Do you think they're close? (laughs) Dave. That's the part right there. (laughs) That's the part. You know, you're like, yes, yes, yes. Ah! (laughs) <laughs> you know, uh, are you, are you there? Are you close? Right there. I think the question I immediately asked was, can close. I do it one more time? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I think the question I immediately asked was, close to what? Right. That's, I didn't understand what close <laughs> meant. So that's what I needed to find. Where are they thinking as far as close? Close like, to shooting three over par today. Right. <laughs> yeah, just a bit outside. <laughs> I don't know what that meant. Are you saying uh, close to being a, a contender? Right. Are you saying close to being uh, a postseason team where we're not competing for a play-in, but we're automatically a number six, six or five or four, whatever team? Uh, close to just uh, continuity, you know, just being a better team team unit I, that's why i didn't know what what <laughs> i didn't know what close meant and that and that threw me off from there but i guess um him saying that we're close means that we're close to getting these wins and close to putting that together basically two out of the three things we did we we, we improved on right except the big one which is winning <laughs> winning is the thing you should not be not improving on you should always be improving on winning i don't care if you've improved your defense improved your offense if it doesn't lead to wins it's got to lead to that so i hear him when he said close i just didn't know exactly what what close meant uh yeah and, and speaking of close the uh the th- and i think uh who was it? Somebody just mentioned it in the comments, uh, Sports Chicago style. Being close as a team, being a close-knit team, That's that was an alarm bell for me. Yeah. And yeah. in case you missed it, it came from Mark Eversley. Yeah. When he said, quote, what we learned from our team was, while we were doing our exit interviews, they were a team, but they didn't really feel like a team. Mm-hmm. It's almost just like you show up, you go to work, you go home, you show up the next day, mm-hmm. you go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, end quote, by the way. Uh, excuse me. What? <laughs> what? One more phone. What? <laughs> How do you just say that and then be like, well, yeah, so, you know, there was that, there was that issue. That was a big one. Multi- that, that made it sound like multiple players in their exit interviews yeah. when things are like, okay, how did it go for you this season? Are, are you sticking around? If so, what are we looking forward to next season? What, what could we do better, right? Mm-hmm. As you're interviewing your players, what could we do better? Well, it didn't really feel like a team this year. Yeah. That's a big fucking problem. <laughs> that is an issue. Definitely an issue for the team, man. And I, first of all, shout out also Dan Bernstein, because when he said that, he was like, what do you mean? Can you expound on that? And, and, and right, bring that out a little bit more. Stretch that out, sir, right there. Shout out to him for that. That, that journalistic thing coming out is beautiful to watch when you when listening to people who know what they're doing with their job. Yeah. Because it was a really great interview by all three of them. And managed to plug his Bulls podcast yes, while he was did. at it. Yes, he did. And, and, you know and what, got Dan? a guest. You know what, and Dan? got a guest. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to him for that. That was awesome, man. Um, but, yeah, that was like, damn. Yeah. When he said, oh, we weren't a team, like we weren't a unit like that, that's a problem. <laughs> that's an issue because that's something that's being pushed forward is the word. What is the word, Sarah? Continuity. Boom. That's what it is, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's being pushed forward. Talking so, about keeping this group together. Keeping it together. And this group ain't a group. <laughs> right. That is a problem. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what, that's what is, has Bulls fans up in arms that I'm not going to defend at all right uh-uh. there. Because you can't say, well, we're a unit, we're a team, we're tight-knit, this is what we want and what we prove. And going into year three of it, 
They're like, man, don't feel like it. <laughs> don't feel like it, guy. Now, credit, credit to them. Now, once that was told to them, they acted. Yeah. They did something about it. We're going to Nashville. Like, and that was we're the doing answer they gave together. when asked why Nashville. Yes. They said it's about, you know, team unity, bringing the guys together. Yeah. Think it's going to be good organizationally. Right. To have that sort of doing everything together. bonding experience. Yeah, he said doing everything together. Apparently, apparently you can't bond at the Advocate Center. Obviously not. It's a no bonding zone. It's a no bonding zone. No bondage zone, no bonding zone. <laughs> we don't know about bondage. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But but I but I like that they actually acted on it. They said, okay, there's a problem. Let's go do something to act on it. Other people would say acting on it would be not bringing back these the same pieces if they're not clicking and gelling together. <laughs> but they're saying, no, nah, we're going to do it together. We're going to keep it together and try it again because they believe in what they have. So it's interesting to see. That's, That's Greg Braggs, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh the runaway was adorable, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the runaway was just adorable. But, yeah, man, what, what are your feelings on that? Like, with, you say that stuff, and then you're like, okay, we're bringing back everybody. Right. We're going to do it again. Um, Even though they're trying to fix it. And, is and that, that something they should be and trying to fix? And that's like the the big question and concern if you're a Bulls fan after hearing something like that is, well, how how do you, how does it get better? Because I'm sorry, whereas like face value, surface level, that explains why we decided to go to Nashville. Let's all go on a road trip. Let's bond on a road trip during training camp. Great. What if you go to Nashville and you run your training camp and you all come back to Chicago and still decide that you don't like playing together? Correct. What then? Correct. Correct. Because it's a possibility. It's not only a possibility. <laughs> it's a very realistic possibility. <laughs> and, and, like, and they just threw that into their team goals. I don't know. I think, Sarah, you also have this quote, too. When AK was laying out specific things that they want to get better at this year, as he had laid out, you know, from – last offseason to this one and what they did succeed at and what they didn't saying we've got to take more threes and he talked a bit more about that we'll mm -hmm. talk about that later sure you've got to play faster we've got to move the ball then the relationship piece so those are four things that we're going to concentrate on this year mm -hmm. so three specific basketball goals about how they want to stylistically change their offense and then throw it into that also hopefully our are players like being teammates this year because they didn't last year yeah how how yeah. do you do that it, do you put that onus on the players do you put that on billy donovan mm. who they repeatedly praised in this interview by the way definitely did that i it's just sort of like setting a goal and being like okay well how do you get there yeah and and nobody knows <laughs> how we're gonna get there again i credit them for actually taking steps to try to get there to that point I don't know if Nashville is going to work or not. Who knows? We'll see. But they're closer to the team than we are. So, obviously, they feel like them bonding and them getting away would be good, good for them. It's like It feels like, I don't know, some people who go to camp develop great you know, friendships and relationships and things like that. But also that's – Some people even girlfriends. Yes, yes, all They live that. in Canada, but they met at camp and they, <laughs> they fell desperately in love. But also – that's camp. You know what I'm saying? That's camp. That's kids. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it will work that same way. It could. It could. It could work the same way. And I'm hoping that it works the same way and allows them to bond in the jail. But, yeah, it was just such a bombshell because everything I would see from them felt like this was a team. You know, like they were liked each other and did things together. And, you know, you maybe because I'm looking directly at guys like Pat and Kobe who I know are tight and friends, you know what I'm saying, to do everything. Or I'm looking at DeMar and Daylon Terry and that uh, dynamic with Zach Levine. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at those things like, oh, okay. That that seems like it would be cool. Obviously, it's, it's it wasn't. And something wasn't clicking and something was like, okay, guys, we're going home. That stuff works when you're winning. Because the Bulls, when they were winning, that was going on. Remember, they were playing, they weren't like Dennis Rodman and them were hanging out. Mike and them, they mm. going home. I'm going this way. You go this way. Right. I'll see you at practice tomorrow. It doesn't matter when you're, win when you're winning. When you're not winning, then it's an issue. And especially when that is something and a focal point of your front office that they're pushing is togetherness, is continuity, is team. They're really pushing that, and they're big on that. And when it's not clicking and that's something you're big on, it's a problem, man. Yeah. And it's not like we – this kind of came out of nowhere when Eversley said, ah, some of, the, some of our players told us in exit, exit interviews, it didn't really feel like a team. There were multiple reports from trusted sources throughout various points of last season that the mm -hmm. Bulls locker room had some 
tense-filled, ten- tension-filled moments. Mm-hmm. There are the guys calling out Zach during one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know at one point Vooch got pretty heated in the locker room. Like, there's always been rumored friction between Zach and DeMar when Zach came in, whether you buy that or not. I mean, as you just said, if you're not winning, and the Bulls never did a whole lot of winning last year. Not a lot. You know, they were two games shy of 500, but they never had a winning streak of four games. Yeah. There's going to be tension. Yeah. How do you address it? Cool. And I saw somebody in the comments say, you know, like, does, does this have to relate to coaching? I think at some point you have to admit there is a big element of coaching to this. Yes. You know, we were chatting with Will Purdue. Shout out to our Shout guy. Out. Thanks for coming in yesterday. Super flex. About, like, how he wants to see Billy behave differently this year. Yeah. And maybe put on, a like, the bad cop hat more more frequently because yeah. Billy's always wearing the good cop hat. He is. Force these guys to bond, goddammit, <laughs> or, or break up the team. Yeah. It's one or the other. Seriously. And I don't want this to be a whole season of it. If it's clearly not working and it's clearly not a bonding, by the time we get to the All-Star break, break it up, man. Start it over. Do something else, all right? If it's not working, don't continue to try to force it, you know, because you tried that last year. Try, trying to force it last year. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. The turnout wasn't the greatest. You know what I mean? Didn't happen that way. But you can't do it again this year, man. That's why this is such a huge, colossal year for the Bulls. You want the team to win, but you also want them to bond. But it's also the last year for guys like DeMar. It's also a year where you're looking more so at Billy Donovan because you want him to be more involved about what's going on with the team internally, not yeah. the X's and O's part. Yeah. But internally, what's going on with the squad. You're looking definitely looking at the front office about what they're putting together and can they be competent and continuing to put together stuff like this. It's a huge year for these guys on the Bulls, man. Colossal. It's a, it's a big year. There's no other way to say it. Um, Anthony in the comments uh, making the joke that several have as far as the Bulls in Nashville for training camp is Jerry organizing this road trip to scout Nashville locations for the White Sox. Yes. Um, Ryan in the comments (laughs) chiming in, I hear Nashville's really nice now. I'm sure Matt and Dave would love it there. Probably would. But it's not a major market like Chicago. I was thinking Nashville? I'll go. No, thank you. You won't go? That's the South. (laughs) I ain't living in the South. (laughs) F that. Nashville? In the state of Tennessee? Listen, I went to school. Hard pass. I went to school in the state of Tennessee, yeah. So I know it well. And I like the South. I spent a lot of time down in the South, man. I'll go to Nashville. I'll, I'll kick it down there. Of course, man, you know I'm going to find somebody that's going to be well, cool and happy. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah, you make friends everywhere you go. <laughs> it's kind of what I do. It's a thing. I don't think I would make friends in Nashville <laughs> no, very well. Just, hey, man, Because I would up, show up hillbilly. and immediately just start insulting everything about them and their hey, way of life. Hey, you want a beer? No, you hillbilly. Leave me alone. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, sir. <laughs> that, that. That's Matt Peck, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. That's what, why are they why, don't throw me out of a bar again? Mm. Uh, All right, let's take our second break. (laughs) We'll come back. I want to dive a bit deeper into some of the things that the Bulls front office said today about changing their offense schematically because I think some of it's valid and some of it is still something to to wonder about. Hit that thumb if you didn't do it the first time in our first half break. Um, Today's show brought to you by Sunnyside Cannabis Dispensary, which is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. They've got everything you need to elevate your football season. I'm excited. Uh, we got another tailgate on deck. Yeah. Get your tickets to our CSGO Bears tailgate. We're playing the Broncos. We might win. <laughs> we might actually win. And some of our DNVR crew are going to be there for the tailgate as well. This is excited true. Excited to see those folk. But before you go to the tailgate this weekend, stop into your neighborhood Sunnyside and grab everything you need. You can also make your online order real easy and then pick it up in store Ooh! try some of their different wonderful brands of gummies the good news gummies the cresco gummies uh the wonder gummies Ooh! i mean everything i've tried from sunnyside good stuff now through october 15th head to sunnyside.shop use that promo code chgo25 at checkout for 25 percent off mm. your total order 25 percent off a quarter of your bill gone. And in this state, that matters a Ooh, lot. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah knows. She knows, man. One use per customer, not stackable with their other promotions. But it's not only for new Sunnyside customers. 
anyone and everyone can use that promo code of our CHGO25 when you shop on sunnyside.shop. Yeah, yeah. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football season, even if you're a Bears fan. Mm. Must be 21 and over or an Illinois Med card holder. That's right. Sarah knows. She don't just know. She no, 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 no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This is my last day. <laughs> We love you, Sarah. <laughs> very, very much. Much love, much love. No, 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 no. Fear, Sarah. Fear. Fear. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> oh, you're <laughs> Beer, dang it. Beer. <laughs> we want beer. We want beer. This man's got it. Oh, you heard the horn. You heard the honk. As Will says, the quack, quack. You heard it. Quackity quack. One more time for me, Sarah. Feels good when I hear it, man. Because it's the Goose Island Beer Company. They are down and support us here at CHGO. And it's been Chicago's beer since the Jordan year, which is 1988. Of course, you already know about the awesome beers that they have. The Beer Hug Family, the 312 Wheat Ale, the Matt and Big Day Favorite, the Full Pocket Pilsner. But since it's fall outside, y'all, it's big man summer happening outside right now. And so you know what this means. Oktoberfest beer! Hoodies and shorts weather. Oh, You are literally wearing a hoodie and shorts right now. Oh, couldn't wait. Sarah Sarah is wearing a hoodie and shorts right now. (laughs) Got hers too, man. That is what's up. It's that time. And get you some Oktoberfest also to go along with how awesome that you look. Because it is that time for that beautiful, tasty Oktoberfest beer brought to you by the Goose Island Beer Company. So... Head on down and grab an ultra-fresh, exclusive beer from the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in West Town. It's the Goose Island Beer Company. It's Chicago's beer, the true taste of Chicago. Hit me one more time, Sarah. Ah, 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 I love it. All right, uh, diving back in to the AK and Eversley interview on 670 earlier today. Uh, jumping off point is a good one from Bulls for Life in the comments. What do you think of Mark Eversley kind of calling DeMar out mm. to go back to his Spurs days with less shots and more passes? Mm. Uh, fewer shots. Hashtag grammar, please. Um, there was a very interesting quote from Eversley. Uh, that I will rattle off right here about DeMar making adjustments because AK said we want to play faster. We want to get more shots up. We want to get more threes up. Mm-hmm. We have to do all these things. And, you know, Bernstein astutely pointed out, how does DeMar fit into that? Yeah. Because that's the opposite of the offense that he not just plays, but does very, very well. Eversley said, uh, ultimately, it's about winning. Whether DeMar has to adjust his game a tiny bit or a lot, at the end Mm. of the day, we all want to win. Mm. I think if we win, he'll be happy, Mm. he being DeMar. His teammates will be happy. Fans will be happy. We like Ws. Yes. We'll be happy. Uh, Then he went on to say, specifically, yeah, like I think we're going to ask DeMar to shoot some more threes this year, and I think DeMar's going to willingly shoot some more threes this mm-hmm. year. Uh, he said as much himself in that interview we're going to get to in a little bit here, but what, what did you make of that, Dave, when Eversley basically publicly to the media, to Bulls fans everywhere said, we might be needing a different DeMar this season if we want our offense to not be the 24th ranked offense in the NBA? I, I honestly loved it only because he's calling out players. <laughs> and he's not asking him something that I think most Bulls fans have kind of said, you know, just kind of wanting to change. This is why Bulls fans are like, you need to be on the bench. And we're like, what the hell are you talking about? No. Um, but I understand both sides. Because on one side, you're like, dude, we think you should take more threes, you know, less shots. That will be able to make us run. You know, that means three-point attempts will go up. And that's been a huge problem for us, you know what I'm saying, especially last year. Then at the same time, you're looking at DeMar like, uh, dude, I'm the best player here. <laughs> I'm an all-star. I'm the all-NBA guy. And I'm the reason we even have a lot of these wins that we got. When we on. were doing our prove-it goals for DeMar uh, a couple days ago, you said, what does DeMar need to prove? Not, Not a damn a thing. Not a damn thing. He don't have to prove nothing, all right? Nothing he has to prove. So I, I see both sides of this, but I have to lean on the side of winning 
because that's the point right there. You wouldn't be asking for kind of any kind of change if winning was happening. He was still being the same player the year before when Lonzo was here. He was the same player. And balling out of control, doing all of that mid-range maestro stuff. But you were winning. And you were getting somebody else on your team who was allowing everybody else to get involved. You know what I mean? You, he was your basically your Scottie Pippen to DeMar's Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. That's basically what it was. Well, that went away. And if you remember in the last dance, when Scottie Pippen went away, <laughs> what happened to that team? For a minute, you know what I mean? Like they kind of fell off just a tad bit. Their falling off is not this bull's falling yeah. off. It's a whole different monster, let me tell you. But it changed. Mike is still dropping forty, but they're still losing. You right. know what I mean? Because like, the ball is sticking. The ball we got, is we gotta rely on Steve to be our second leading scorer today. <laughs> right. Ugh. Right. The ball they're not passing the ball. They yeah. weren't moving it like that. They weren't running that triangle, you know, and things like that. But yeah, I can, I, I just like the fact that they would actually say that. You know, because it's not something that you would honestly hear from this front office calling it out like that uh, to a player. I've heard them do it to coaches. <laughs> I've never really heard them do it uh, to players like that. But I liked it. I did. I, I like the fact that they said that. And it doesn't seem like something that they haven't already said to him, which is what I like. It didn't seem like it was a, a shot just right then and there at him. It feels like, no, we've had this discussion. We've talked about this before. And, and I mean uh- – I think Bulls fans would all want to believe mm. that what Eversley said there is true. If it's asking DeMar to just tweak a little bit of what we're doing as a team offensively, and it leads to better than 40 and 42, DeMar is going to be happy about mm. the W. Mm-hmm. At the end of the game, at the end of the day, happy about the W. Yeah. That should theoretically be the goal. As we brought up with Will yesterday, there is the element of – DeMar is in the final year of his contract sure. and has clearly proven that he can still play at a very high level in this league. He's not ready to hang him up, no, I don't think. He's looking all. for a new contract right now, whether yeah. it be with the Bulls or elsewhere. Yeah. And we'll get to that in a minute. But where where is the willingness to sacrifice like compromise as far as what right. DeMar wants to prove he can still do right. as an individual in the NBA this season – for his next contract versus what the Bulls are trying to do, stacking wins yeah. this season. Yeah. And I honestly, I don't know where DeMar comes down on yeah. that seesaw right now. Correct. I really don't. Correct, because you can say anything. He can go either way. And honestly, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be against what he's saying. You know what I mean? Because for the point I just made right there, like, dude, I'm the guy. You know what I mean? And you're asking the guy to not be the guy. But also, I'm asking you to do that because I think it would lead to more wins. So I'm with trying it. And we're trying to get in seeing, you know, if that's the case and if it works and if that wins and it helps out that way. But also it's going to be interesting to see how it comes from Billy Donovan as well. Because this is coming from AK. I want to see how it comes from Billy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to, to DeMar and to the team. Because maybe Billy feels differently. Maybe Billy feels he has no problem with giving it to DeMar right. and letting him do his thing like that. Uh, Sahim in the comments just pointed out because Pop is the one who made DeMar be a facilitator. He did. The coach. He did. The he coach changed. made him do that. He changed. He changed them, dog. He was like, no, you're going to have to be that. He would set them up with shooters. Because I remember that offense, man. They would just basically, he would be in the middle, and shooters would basically surround him. That's really what it was. Yeah. And then when he would get in the home team, people collapse on him, he would kick it out. Like, yeah. It's really that simple. There's nobody, there was nobody like that for him to do that with yeah. here on this team. So he can bring that up as well. Now let's say he's got that back now. Maybe Javon, you know, Tory Craig, you know, uh, maybe those things kind of change it like that a little bit. Yeah. But again, this is still, you know, Javon and Tory, Tory Craig. You know, these aren't, these aren't super duper volume guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. As Purdue was, you know, saying to us yesterday, if you ask that of DeMar – because, hey, get, we want to get out and run more. Yeah. We want to run faster. We want to, the other thing AK said, was get a lot of penetration into the paint for then kickouts to get more that. open you know, yeah. corner three looks from driving that. and dishing. If that doesn't quite match up perfectly with DeMar's slow ISO half-court style, Purdue said, look, when it's a tight game and it's the fourth quarter, DeMar, it's your show. It's yours. It's your show still. Yeah. But – doing something a bit more creative and fast and free-flowing offensively for quarters one through three and see and try and see if it works yeah because the you know the the result is going to be it's either better than the 24th ranked offense or it's worse 
than the 24th ranked offense. True. If it's going to be worse than the 24th ranked offense, I feel like we're going to find that out pretty quickly. Very quickly. Yeah, you'll know immediately what it is and then shift it and change it and go back to, you know, with what it is with DeMar. But, yeah, I have no problem with trying something different because we kept seeing the same thing over and over again. It wasn't working. So what's wrong with trying something different and let me see – if it works or not, so let me see it. that's it. I just, I just, I just want to see it. I just want to see it. Just show it to me. But that was, the, you're right. That was a point that they brought up that that stuck out to me. Was they said they they want to increase their three point attempts by getting to the paint. Yeah, by getting in the paint. And AK more. said we didn't get to the paint last yeah, year. He said we didn't get there. Now there's one guy who always was there, and that's Demar, <laughs> that's Demar Derozan. He lived there. You know what I mean? That's what he does. Well, in the he paint. lived around the paint. Yeah, look, around not the mid-range of it. Not betwixt the paint. Not betwixt <laughs> the paint. But he, nobody was closer to the paint than DeMar DeRozan. Vooch included. There was yeah. Nobody was really closer like that than DeMar DeRozan. That's where his game is at. So I want to see when he says that, what change happens that way. Yeah. Obviously, that means Vooch getting the ball, you know what I'm saying, inside. Obviously, that means Zach also right. attacking and getting into the paint and seeing if he can be the guy that's kicking it out. Because I like Zach's passes when he's whipping it across the floor right. like that when he's getting inside. Those are really good when he can do those kind of things. DeMar has already proven that he can be a good passer like you talked about with San Antonio. So, yeah, I'm interested to see that as well, them getting to the paint. And, again, it's about who's surrounding that perimeter of the three-point line because they have to have knockdown shooters or none of that shit is going to matter mm-hmm. if you get into the paint or not, man. And guess what? They didn't have that last year. And you've got a lot of those same guys this year. So what you banking on, man? It's, it's something. Something we're going to be watching, baby. Um, in the tomorrow and whether or not he's open to sacrificing or changing his game and the fact that we heard Eversley kind of call it out a little bit today. Mm-hmm. I liked this comment from Andrew McKay who said, if you can call out your best player and they're receptive to it, mm-hmm. then you can call out anyone. True. If your best player won't take criticism, then you get – team issues it's a great point i very very good excellent 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 point if the number one dude says okay guys fall in line they're falling in line right it's what it is but if he's like yeah yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I guess we've already lost one Bulls fan. I am positive in the comments. Hey. Bucks grabbed Lillard season over. That's not positive. Uh, I, <laughs> you're clearly not talking about frame of mind positive. Right. Whatever you are positive, I wish you nothing but the best. <laughs> Spiritually, medically. It's wild. <laughs> <laughs> That get, is wild. Get to your nearest doctor's office. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> Clearly oh, not both positive. <laughs> season over. Bucks get there. Season over. <laughs> right, because that's what changed it. Where, However you felt on the spectrum of Bulls fans, opt, uh, you know, optimism and pessimism right now. Yeah. Season over. It's done. My Dave, goodness. We're um, done. All right, so with our remaining time, let's touch briefly on that interview that just went uh, – public today with DeMar DeRozan okay and uh shout out Sports Kita I wasn't even familiar with this media outlet yes uh Mark Medina was the name of the journalist who wrote this column did this Q&A with DeMar DeRozan and uh he was asked by Mark Medina about the idea of the Bulls maybe being in their best interest to just break up this core Mm -hmm. and start a rebuild and thus DeMar not being in, in the future current uh, and future picture with the Bulls. DeMar said this, quote, I think a lot of people who say that or suggest that really don't understand basketball at all, Damn. in my opinion. You can think that's an answer or that's a route, but there's no telling how long that route is going to even last. That route doesn't necessarily always work in a timely fashion that you may think it will take. Mm. Uh, okay, I don't know about you, Dave. <laughs> the first thing I thought of there was... Championship podium MJ making a joke about the Cubs rebuilding for half a century. He did say this. Because, I mean, th- there is that point to what DeMar said sure. in that interview. Rebuilds guarantee nothing. Yeah. The Bulls broke up the Jimmy Butler team. They rebuilt. Uh, and uh, where are we? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> is that a good enough argument in, uh, against a rebuild to make you not want to do another one, Dave? Oh, that's a good question. I'm with the rebuild if it makes if it makes all the sense in the world to me. And this this is what I mean. Like when the Cubs did it, it made all the sense in the world to me. It did. It was like, yeah, okay, 
the rebuild. You're not winning this way. You've tried all these other ways. You've tr- you've exhausted all the other possibilities, bringing in all these different players. When Soriano was brought in here, you know, you're paying the big money to guys. You're trying to get them in. It didn't work that way. Well, fine. We'll we'll just see if we can hover and try to sneak in. And then, nope, hitting brick walls, doing that. You exhausted all your ways and then said, you know what, finally, let's just tear it to the studs. How about we get a better uh, GM and a guy who knows what he's doing, tear this thing down to the studs and start over. Makes all, made all the sense in the world to me. All right, I got it. The Bears last year, I, I got it. It made sense. Like, let's do that. Let me get this pick. You know what I mean? Let's get that. And even if it don't work out, like it don't look like it's doing this year, if it don't work out, guess what? I still got two number one picks coming at me uh, at the end of this season. I get it. That makes sense right now. For the Bulls right now, it doesn't make sense to me to, to break it all down and start it all over to the studs because it was – sorry. I just saw my man Cody. Cody. He just don't look happy at all. <laughs> he just don't look happy. No, I, was, I don't, don't, even, happy, don't even. That was a heartbreaker for the Cubs last night. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, that was a tough one. It's going to be okay, Cody. It's be all right, Cody. It's gonna be okay, man. It's gonna be okay. I mean, Ooh, look at that smile. He don't even believe, he don't believe it at all, man. We're all gonna oh, die. Someday everyone head anyway. over to yeah, the CHO, uh, CHO bets. They're at uh, what time? They're at like five thirty. Yeah. yeah, head over there and uh, say some kind words to Cody, please. Yeah, man. Yeah, their show's at five thirty. CHO bets. Y'all think I have emotional swings? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? No, I, I wanted Ooh. to absolutely cry hey, last night. That oh, was, it was tough. that pissed me off. Yeah, it's yeah. so still yeah. in it though, right? I don't. I don't even know. All right. I know <laughs> I he don't want to hear that shit. Oh, I don't even want to ask the Cubs guys anything about. I'm just like. Oh, I'm not, man. I'm only yeah. here to give him love, man. Yeah, That's all, all I love, got. That's all, all I got. That's all I can give him is some love, bro. And so he gonna get some of that. But yeah, I understand he's going through. But with the Bulls and what we said, um, right now for me it doesn't. I, I don't see it right now because for me I haven't reached that rock bottom in my head. Yeah. And when I reach that rock bottom, I'm like, okay, it's over. We ain't shit we can do. Yeah. Like when we traded Jimmy. Well, what the hell else are you going to do? You know what I mean? You're going to start the hell over. Fine. Well, We're going to start the hell over. If you ask our, our friend Marquette or, you know, Steven or some bulls and build yeah. around Jimmy. It was the other option there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm saying once they did that, right. I'm saying that's the option. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's to start over and, and do it like that. That's the option. For me, because it was Jimmy a at the time was a player in his prime. Yes. Yes. DeMar? <laughs> yes. But when you, but this right now. I don't feel rebuild on this team right now, right. especially with all these young guys that I still don't know yet if this dude is yet. And, yeah. again, a lot of that hinges on Patrick Williams. A lot of that hinges on Kobe White. Right. Even Julian Phillips, some of this hinges on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Those guys developing. I'm not ready to give up on that yet. Let me see what those guys become. And those say, fine. If that don't work, great. Fine. Start it over. Tear it down. Let me move on right now. But because you lost your guard – and it didn't work out for you the next two seasons, it's not for me a reason why I would tear everything down to the studs. Uh, yeah. Uh, our guy, Mark K, pointing out also, like, look, you know, DeMar was asked directly about the concept of the rebuilding and the Bulls rebuilding. And mm-hmm. some Bulls fans, so I, I heard somebody say DeMar gaslighting, you know, the fans with this answer or saying, you know, like this dude who's, you know, pushing his mid-30s and mm-hmm. mid, like, why is he? What do you expect DeMar to say to that? Do you expect Tamar to say, well, yeah, I think the Bulls should rebuild and trade me? Because <laughs> then it's your star player asking for a trade. Yeah. Like 72 hours before training camp starts. <laughs> you think he was really going to say that in that interview, even if that's what Tamar secretly, truly even wants? Even if he believes that. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. The other couple that's things, true. and I know that's we're true. running short on time here, that I wanted to highlight. He's, he cited the same bad losses or tough losses that AK did on yeah. the radio today. Yeah. We made a lot of mistakes. It's not only on the players, but the coaching staff. Hello, DeMar calling out the coaching staff to be able to correct those mistakes that we have because we weren't far off with all the mistakes we made. If we correct those, give us back the 10 to 15 games that we should have had last season, that changes the whole dynamic of everything. Mm. So similar to AK citing those 19 losses on the radio today, mm. clutch time losses, last second shots, overtime losses, DeMar here saying – 10 to 15 games last season, mm. we finished those games instead of giving them up. And we're not talking about how do we bounce back from 40 and 42 with the same core of players. We're not yeah. talking about a rebuild. Yeah. I think it's fair of him to point that out. Also interesting to note that he said not just the players, but the coaches. Yeah, he did point that and out. And we're talking about do the coaches have the balls yeah. to tell DeMar to play not quite exactly the way DeMar wants to play. And he, because he has the balls to tell you to do your job better. 
<laughs> remember that when, when Jimmy said that thing about wanting Fred Hoiberg coach harder? Yes. Oh my God. Do I remember it? <laughs> oh my Lord. Do I? Coach is harder, Fred. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, and okay. la- last noteworthy right. thing that I found in that DeMar interview is that he wants to end his career in Chicago. Apparently. He did say this, yes. Again, what's he supposed to say? Wait, right, exactly. <laughs> Again. I want to end my career with the Lakers. Duh. <laughs> I'm going to keep my options open right now. It's been at least 15 years. I'm going to keep my options open. start secretly feeding NBA players truth serum every day <laughs> before every interview. We're going to start getting some answers uh, real damn quick. I, I'm, not say, I'm not saying there isn't some truth in what he's saying because he's, he's raved about his time here in Chicago yeah. and how much he's loved it. But come on. At that point in that question, bro, I'm not – come on. Come on, man. Come on. Uh, one last shout-out to our sponsor, FOCO. Football season's here. Get fitted out with the best sports gear around. Hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in betwixt. It's football season. You know what that means. Get everything you need for game day, for tailgates. Last reminder, get yourself a CHGO Bears tailgate ticket for this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Straw hats, polos, bags. Throw in some bags on your tailgate. Mm-hmm. Get the bags from FOCO. Everything you need for a game. Set decorations right here behind us, right here on set with us. Many of them provided courtesy of FOCO. Shout out to them for that. Right. They'll throw you some love just like they threw us some love if you go to their website, foco.com, F-O-C-O.com, and use promo code, that's right, C-H-G-O, to get 10% off all non-presale items. One more time, foco.com, promo code C-H-G-O, for 10% off. We do have a super chat from Chi-Town Real Estate. Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Uh, You're beautiful, and I love you. I don't know who you're talking to. Or just like we'll take fans it. or us. Yeah. We'll take it. Thank we'll you. Take it. Appreciate Thank you very the super much. chat. Uh, appreciate everybody in the comments for hanging out with us today. Uh, the NBA is back. It's back, man. Game trade happened today. It happened. Bulls front office did an interview today. It did. Monday. It's coming. This doesn't just mean Dame time. Dame time. Yeah. It means damn we close. You know the new nickname I saw somebody say? Who? For, for Giannis and Dame? What's that? Freak time. Freak time. <laughs> Woo! I, I like that. I kind of like that. Honestly. Yeah. I kind of do. You know who that. else I think probably likes that? This? I am positive in the <laughs> comments. <laughs> we are out of time for today. Back in studio tomorrow. Same time, same place. Our guy, Will the Goat, will be back with us. Uh, Until then, you can follow Dave on Twitter at Ball Sports. <laughs> I'm at Bulls up. underscore Peck. What up? We are CHO underscore Bulls. Shout out and appreciation Jeff, to our producer, Sarah. Sarah. doing a great job today, as always. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, big game for the Cubs again tonight. Holding on to that big wild game. card. Holding on, baby. Keep it here. You'll see CHO Cubs post game after that one. Hopefully, they're talking about a W. Until tomorrow. Yes. See Red be good. Love you, Bulls Nation. Peace.